Congratulations, you've made it to the honor roll. I'm Chris Dunn, and I'll be introducing you to the people who make Fayette County Public Schools excellent. Our district annually ranks among the best in both the state of Georgia and nation academically, and we want to shine the spotlight on everyone who helps our students thrive. Behind every successful school day is a team of people worthy of recognition, and they each have their own story to tell. Join us as we dive in and learn about their journeys, their inspirations, and their whys on the honor roll. Welcome to the honor roll. Please introduce yourself. Um, my name is Sarah Thompson, and I am a STEAM careers teacher at Flat Rock Middle School, and I'm also the STEAM facilitator here at the school and um, in charge of our community for creativity. Okay, and so um, what does that mean to be a STEAM careers teacher? Well, STEAM careers is an interesting class. Um, it's, it's really cool in the fact that it encompasses STEAM and careers. So STEAM meaning, um, obviously we help students explore science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Um, but not only that, we also help them forge those cross-curricular connections between their academic classes and the real world. Um, so I'm taking everything that they're currently learning in their science and social studies, and English and math classes, and trying to bridge those concepts into the real world in, in our class. So for example, um, our seventh grade students are learning about the Middle East right now and the Arabian Peninsula. So in here this week, they are um, learning about how climate affects culture mm -hmm. and where we mapped the Arabian Peninsula. We talked about cultural etiquette in, and we um, did projects to compare our own cultural etiquette with the etiquette of those um, individuals that live on the Arabian Peninsula. And then yesterday, we celebrated all this knowledge by um, cooking. So we made a Middle Eastern mezza platter, and everybody had a different role in the meal. Um, some people made baba ganoush, and um, some people made hummus and veggie platters and yogurt sauce all with things that we grew in our um, food forest. And then we ate on the floor Mediterranean style. We promised it was clean. Um, so it's a STEAM class, but it's also a careers class. Right. Um, so we're fortunate enough at Flat Rock to have a food forest, which is a quarter acre organic garden um, and compost row and aquaponics pond. So we are building those employability skills through the CTAE program, mm -hmm. um, the soft skills that everybody needs to, in order to get a job. Um, we're boosting those through actually running a business. Um, so our sixth graders manage our school compost program and seventh graders manage our food forest program and our eighth graders manage an aquaponics pond. So STEAM and career employability skills all mashed into one. It's really it's kind of like a, a hands-on kind of learning. It's completely hands-on. Everything's hands-on. And so tell people a little bit about what the food forest is. Well, the food forest is a really neat place. Um, it is, like I said, a quarter acre, um, fully organic working garden. We have an orchard. Um, and there are, it's a garden that reflects our school. Mm -hmm. So um, not only do we have traditional uh, tomatoes and 
carrots in the wintertime. Um, but we also have an international garden. We have an emotional wellness walk that was designed by our eighth grade girls, um, full of plants that help um, depression and anxiety. Um, our international garden has plants that reflect all of the um, nationalities of our students. So, um, you know, there are sunflowers from Venezuela, and there's corn from Honduras, and there's squash from Japan. Um, so wherever our students come from, there's a plant out there in the garden from their, um, from their native culture. Because Flat Rock is a very diverse school, and we're mm -hmm. proud of that. Um, we have a Georgia history garden. So we grow indigo and upland rice. Um, but it's a place where our STEAM career students work and maintain, um, but also classes from all over the building can visit um, and, and draw those connections with, with what it is they're learning. And it's really something for the community too. It's absolutely something for the community. Um, so we host a lot of community events here. We do um, STEAM, joint STEAM lessons with our feeder elementary schools. So those kiddos are coming. Um, and learning in our food forest. Um, we have a green market in the summertime for the community. So we give away all of our fruits and vegetables. Whatever we don't sell at the, the green market or give away at the mm -hmm. green market, we donate um, to community organizations like Fayette Senior Services. Um, and we also host plant sales in the summertime. And I guess th there's got to be just tremendous sense of pride for the students when they've, they've planted something and they finally they see it bloom. They're so proud of what they do. Um, and this year we're excited because we started a food box subscription service. Um, so it would be like a, a loot crate or a food crate, something <laughs> like that. But this is food crate. Um, and it, it kind of really raises the bar for our students. This is the third year of the garden and we're at a point where we can consistently harvest um, enough to feed four families. So we have four paid subscriptions every week and the kids have to maintain the garden um, so that we can harvest for, for the food crate or the food box subscription. We also have a free subscription that we donate to a family in need. Um, but so the students who aren't harvesting um, are weeding, mm -hmm. watering, um, and also marketing. They, there's a marketing team every week that, that changes. So they're communicating with our subscribers, sending pictures and updates about what's growing in the garden and recipes to use with the vegetables that they're going to receive. So, and um, I, I guess it probably also helps in terms of encouraging healthy eating habits because they're growing it and they get a chance to see how delicious it is, you know, right off the vine. I love to feed kids. Yeah. And I, I think to see the joy in their eye um, when they taste, a, you know, something that in the garden that they've never tasted before, like mm -hmm. a goji berry. We have a goji berry challenge. It, it's, you know, it, you've got to mix things up in middle school because you have to make it fun. <laughs> um, but goji berries come from China. And when you taste them right off the bush, you might want it to taste like a berry, um, but it actually tastes like a, more of a cross between a tomato and a bell pepper. 
So <laughs> we all take the goji berry challenge and we have to eat this goji berry. And some kids love it the first time and some yeah. hate it the first time. But, <laughs> you know, it's neat to watch that, uh, that surprise in their face. Yeah. But everything that we grow out there, we also use in our lesson plans gotcha. um, in the classroom. Gotcha. So let's, uh, um, let's kind of talk about the, the path that, that brought you here. Tell us about your early life, where you grew up, where you went to school. Uh, well, my dad worked for the Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C., so my early, early life, I lived in, um, in D.C., um, and, but I'm originally, my family's from the area, gotcha. uh, so we moved back home, and, um, and I went to school, not in Fayette County, but in Fulton County, gotcha. so I graduated from Creekside High School. Um, one of the, the cool opportunities that I had, I got to be uh, an exchange student when I was in high school. I had an opportunity to study abroad and my parents didn't really have the money to send me through a program. So I found a lady who knew a lady and I ended up studying in France. So I got my junior year, I was a exchange student in France um, and went to Auburn and majored in French and um, yeah. So then um, when did you know you wanted to be a teacher? I always wanted to be a teacher. Um, I kind of, I changed course for a little bit, um, and uh, I studied international law, but I just didn't like it. Yeah. And um, when I started my education courses in, in France, I, I taught, um, I ended up teaching English right out of college um, in France. And I loved it so much. My first job, my student teaching job, was in a, um, a French middle school. And I got to teach them um, English through music. Hello. The teacher that I worked with was awesome enough to let me design lessons. So I designed a music lesson around language. Um, and they loved it. And I was hooked. STEAM careers wasn't always an option to teach in school. How did you find your way to kind of teaching along those lines. Oh my gosh. So I, um, it's kind of a long story. So I always wanted to be a French teacher. Um, that was my original plan. And when I graduated uh, and I moved back to the US, there were no jobs for French teachers. Um, so as teachers do, we, we do other things and we have, we have different certifications. Um, but as I raised my children, I became really fascinated in this, with the science of learning um, and how children's brains develop and how learning is acquired. Um, so I went back to school and I got a master's degree in special education uh, because I was diagnosed with a learning disability as an adult. And everything made so much more sense to me um, you know, I always felt like I had to work harder than everybody else. I had to work longer hours. And I had great teachers who were very, very encouraging and always helped me to succeed. But I don't think anybody ever understood my disability. So I have dyslexia. And um, they didn't catch it. Mm -hmm. So I just thought if I, if I didn't... Uh, if I didn't succeed, I wasn't working hard enough. So I, I developed a great work ethic. Right. Um, I knew how to work really, really hard. Um, but because I had to struggle and didn't understand why, um, that really inspired me to uh, 
um, learn about learning disabilities and learn about how kids learn um, and how their brains develop. So I changed course and I, um, I, I became a special education teacher and I taught special ed for, for many, many years until one day out of the blue, I got a call about this job. Um, and would I please come to Flat Rock? I didn't even apply for the position. Would I please come to Flat Rock and take a look at the, uh, at the program and the garden and, um, I, 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 my life changed. Yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been at Flat Rock? I've only been at Flat Rock for three years. Okay. So I've been at Flat Rock for three years and I, and I absolutely love it. It's, um, I've been, I was, I taught in private schools, smaller private schools, um, for children with disabilities. Um, but I wanted to get closer to home. Mm -hmm. I wanted to teach the kids that I see at the grocery store or that I pass on my walk. Uh, and, and I can do that because I live in the community um, and to, to be out on a walk in the afternoon and hear, Hey, Miss T <laughs> it's, it's really special for me. Um, so yeah, I, I love what I do here. And, and so then I'm guessing too, with, with, with STEAM careers is that you get to take maybe more of an individualized approach to students. It's, there's, is there less of a cookie cutter approach to kind of how you instruct the class? It's a beautiful thing because I get to develop all of my lesson plans. I mean, of course, we um, we teach to the standards. Right. So I'm applying all of our career and technical education right. standards to all of the lessons that we implement. And not only that, I'm applying the standards of the students' other academic classes as well. Um, right. So I'm looking at the standards that they're covering. Um, but every, every lesson is different. Mm-hmm. Every class is different because I really tailor a STEAM careers class in, uh, in the first nine weeks is going to look different from the second nine weeks or the third nine weeks because their learning is different. Right. Um, their academic classes look different and the garden looks different. Right. So it's really a different class for everyone that, get, that gets to, to do it. In, um who influenced you? Who were there particular people that kind of made you see there? There's something beautiful about teaching, or is it? Oh yeah. Well, so my grandfather taught agriculture. Um, he was a he was an agriculture teacher at Campbell High School in Fairburn. Okay. Um, and I, when I would be out and about with him, he would always run into students who would tell me, you know, that he he influenced them. Um, and so I, I loved that. And then of course my dad worked for the Department of Agriculture. My uncle was a vet and a gardener. And so um, I've always grown up close to the land. Okay. So that inspired my, my love of agriculture and my love of everything that's outdoors. Um, but truly, truly, truly every teacher I have ever worked with has inspired me. Um, I learned from everyone I talked to. And the teachers at Flat Rock are so good at what they do. Um, teaching is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It requires a lot of mental stamina, physical stamina. Um, but not only that, you have to be able to anticipate the needs of your students. And you have to be able to see things that even they don't even see. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been so fortunate to teach with amazing teachers. So they've, they definitely inspire me every day. So this is the, the question we like to ask everyone. Uh, what's your why? Mm. It's, the, it's the look. 
I, I need I love I love that look that I get when I open a door for them um, or when they they have fun for the first time in the day or they feel they feel free or mm-hmm. they feel calm or they feel happy um, I live for that look yeah. so there, there's always something that you can do that's going to excite a student it's just a question yeah. of finding it yeah and knowing the student um, knowing their names and talking to parents I try to call every single parent um, of every student that I have um, for good for good yeah. reasons and it means a lot uh, just that personal contact contact but I'm my my why is caring there's our schools are big mm-hmm. and we have we have large classes and our days are very busy and they're full and um, it's important to care so it's corny to say but in a way you're growing food in the you know in the food forest but in the classroom you're kind of you can help the students grow and kind of their love of learning grow as well yeah I love when um when I get a student for the first time who hasn't had this class and uh, you know the first couple days they're not exactly sure what what to expect um although now they've kind of caught on what this (laughs) is and they're excited to be here but just to see that that exhale and that relaxation to know that when they're here they're going to be cared for um I, I I love it. I love it. It's a really cool part of my job. Well, thank you for taking time to speak with us. Thank you for thank you for giving me a chance to to share. This has been an official podcast of Fayette County Public Schools. For more stories from our district, visit us online at fcboe.org where you can also find links to our social media channels. If you know someone you would like to see featured on a future episode, email us at dunn.chris at fcboe.org. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for joining us on the honor roll. Class dismissed.